Good evening, ladies and gentlemen, and creatures of in-between. Welcome to the Scrap Metal Podcast number 11. I am your co-host, Metal Maddie, and to my right, my co-host, Mellow Maddie. How you doing, Mellow Maddie, on this fine Saturday evening? Woohoo! I'm doing really good. I'm very mellow because I'm on vacation. Oh, that's right. You're in vacation yeah, mode. I'm two days into a two-week vacation, so I'm really mellow. But you worked a full day, so you're all amped up. You're, I'm all, well, yeah, I'm a little extra amped metal. up. I'm, yeah. I'm extra I'm extra metally today. Yeah. You know? Yeah. If you could, if I like cut myself open and lick my own blood, then I would definitely taste more metalier than ever. Rawr. Extra metallic. Extra metallic. <laughs> Extra iron. Yeah. <laughs> iron maiden. Filled with heavy metal. We can, just, we can just say these things and put them all together. It's, it's, it's quite interesting. Yeah. To be you. We've been off for a while. This is a three week gap again. I feel like we do this a lot the I last know. couple months, and we have to get in more. We have to get into a better rhythm. We do. And we will. We will. We're gonna, we're gonna bang out this one tonight, and maybe you know we'll have a second one maybe tomorrow, the next day. Yeah. Wink, and, wink. But you know we're gonna definitely focus on it, and things have been improving. We have. Um, I don't, we haven't talked about it in a while, but now no. we're in here. We'll talk about it. How's it going with our uh, logo? Oh, good. It's all ready to go. Okay. Yeah, I'm okay. going to, uh, you know, get it. I'm going to upload it and maybe tweak it a little bit digitally. Add, okay. add a little, uh, make it, you know, uh, it's, it's a little rough. It's a drawing. Yeah, I know. But, yeah. It's a great drawing. It's a great drawing. We've got to thank uh, Miss Sandra Morrill for yes, that. Shout Mom. out to Miss Mom Sandra Morrill. We'll, I'll un- we'll unveil it this week. We'll uh, we'll add right, it to do, all the platforms. Because I want our people and our, and our lovely audience yeah. to see it it's very cool i'm sure they will love it yeah i don't the, the one we've had up, up until now has been a little uh <laughs> i don't even know where i got yeah, it it's found it somewhere. i don't know of guitars it, and basses it, it and wasn't everything. supposed to be there this yeah, long it's it a very like a fucking gr- bass guitar <laughs> graveyard <laughs> it, well it's scrap it's like i, it's, yeah, it's I just, get what you it's just I get a, it it's just a pile of guitars but yeah, no, we'll have a very cool logo coming up soon, and uh, yeah, that'll uh, we'll have a good branding thing with it. Okay, and, good uh, to hear. Good yeah, to hear. yeah, yeah. So, so <laughs> get ready. Um, enough of that shamash. Yeah. Um, with that said, we're gonna um, obviously do what we do best, do our best to give our opinions and critiques on certain uh, things in the metal world. And obviously, with that said, I want to you know do our little. Music extravaganza tidbits. Hot off the wire. Hot off the wire. Actually, there's really not much to talk to that I would like to personally no, mention. No. But honestly, um, off air we discuss some things, and I like to discuss some things and talk about to our listeners um, that Iron Maiden is working on some new music. That's, that's exciting. Quite, yeah, exciting for you. I know you love Iron Maiden. I do. So that's quite interesting. Well, they didn't say. Uh, I didn't really delve into the whole. Uh, interview and they're reading on it but i know mm. it's coming out uh i want to say maybe later this year okay early next year usually that stuff comes out in fall yeah but maybe uh, we'll see yeah and then um it's been, so a that's f- f- it's been a few years since their last one they're usually good for every like three years and their yeah. new stuff is uh, a little longer a little proggy which i like but maybe too long maybe yeah. some of the songs are too long i've liked it i've liked the newer stuff but not you know nothing as good as the original uh, classic no <laughs> but all original members, I believe. They still have the three guitar lineup. They still have Adrian, yes, they do. Adrian Smith and Bruce Dave Murray and uh, Yannick Gurr. They have that three guitar attack. But anyway, sorry. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways. Yeah. Um, so that's uh, okay. you know, exciting for people like you. New, new and, I mean, I do, I do dabble in some Iron Maiden. I do like them, but not Interested like... to see if Dickinson's voice is still good because he's had like throat that's cancer That's the most issues. interesting thing. Yeah. Yeah, I'd I think I think it you. is. He's grow- have you seen him lately? He grew his hair out again. He's yeah, got, like, long little, hair yeah. Again. I saw a picture. Yeah. And it was kind of weird, but uh, I I just got a chuckle about on it. Yeah, you know? I think it looks better with the short hair. But anyway, he's a pilot. You know, he flies planes. Yeah, he's well. Yeah, he's really he's a diverse. renaissance man. He's a renaissance yeah, man. Anyway, um, okay. Uh, moving on to another tidbit, um, Pantera news. Phil Ensemble has his uh, solo group with the Illegals. He does like you know. Songs and he does a lot of like obviously Pantera covers with that band, and they did um, a tour and they're gonna be setting up some tour dates for that uh, thing. Um, but then he also mentioned that he has spoken you know off and on to Rex Brown, bass player, former member of obviously Pantera, right. about maybe possibly getting together and doing a Pantera reunion. And it seems like that could be possible, actually quite possible. Yeah. And we talked about it. A little, other, early, a little bit earlier, and the other day, actually. Before the mics came on. Oh, yeah. well, even before, yeah. yeah. Yeah, we talked about, I think I mentioned this either, but beside the point, it's mm. just interesting to see, like, and I mentioned earlier, just imagine, let's just play, let's play a game. Yeah. Let's imagine that if Dimebag and Vinnie Paul were still alive, that somehow this 
Pantera could get back together as a full lineup, seeing that they were alive, obviously. You know how huge that fucking reunion tour yeah. would be? And it, it probably would have happened years ago, actually, because you know, he's been gone since 2004. That probably would have happened, it could have happened 10 years ago. Yeah, because obviously Vinny, uh, Vinny Paul did um, drum, play drums for the band Hell Yeah, which yeah. is like a super group. Oh, that's right. You know, had uh, Chad, Chad, I want to say Chad Grave, the lead singer of, uh, what do you call it, Mudvayne was the singer of that oh, group. okay. And I forget the bass player's name, um, but that was a super group. So imagine, I mean, it'd be, I mean, actually, I would honestly, I know it sucks not having Dimebag and Vinnie Paul, rest in peace, you know, the freaking giants of metal. But yeah. I was wondering, I would definitely like to see that. I would definitely like, I wouldn't mind actually going to see that live, see what that sounds like. With yeah, because I think Phil still has a voice, right? He's still, yeah, he's Phil pretty, can still rock, man. Still healthy. And least. Rex Brown, obviously, is the original bass player. Yeah. He knows all the materials. So yeah. That'd be cool. It's just finding, I mean, drumming. There's better drummers than Vinnie Paul. Let's just no disrespect, but there's yeah. better better drummers than Vinnie Paul. But they were so they had that brotherly bond. Yes, that's so what it was that, like exactly. That's the only ass. thing I'd be worried about. Right. But with right. that said, yeah. they can find a, a great drummer to replace. Okay. Right. But replacing Dimebag Daryl is mm. quite to near impossible. That would be interesting because you do you would want to go see a whole show of Pantera songs, but yeah. without Dimebag. You know who be... I would suggest? And if any, if whoever, if they hopefully they listen to this podcast, or if they have, or maybe in the future. If I could suggest anybody to play that part for that tour, I would love to see Sinister Gates, a.k.a. Okay. Brian Horner, the guitar player for uh, Avenged Sevenfold. Oh, okay. Which that, will yeah. transition me to another hot topic, is that M. Shadows came out, which is the lead singer of Avenged Sevenfold, okay. last week, and said he promises there will be new music by Avenged Sevenfold by summer of 2022. And me, who is a big Avenged Sevenfold yeah, I do like them fan, too. they are awesome, yeah. they are Kick ass, yeah, and then we will hear some music, new music by them by next year. How long has it been? Since 2015, I want to say. Oh wow, yeah. Why Since, do we know why? Do they have well, side projects? They had a tour. They had a tour set up for that album, and then yeah. obviously, Cole, he, M. Shadows got hurt. He hurt his voice. Oh, he. So they had to cancel a tour in 2018. Okay. I was supposed to go to that show in Mansfield in July right. a couple yeah. years ago. Yeah, three years ago, they had to cancel that rest of the tour because of his voice went bad. Wow, and then obviously COVID hit. So they had to do, they were just in the back burner with all this shit. Yeah. So they so while they were the COVID was going on, you know, obviously still going on, but it was prevalent. They were working on new material, and that's what's going to happen. And he said they promised to have it out okay. by summer of 2022. So that's fucking awesome. Rock on, baby. How old are those guys? They're my age, okay. 35, 36, so 37. Okay. They all, right. all went to high school together. Yeah. Huntington Beach got got uh, signed right out of high school. Yeah. All right. So they've been around. They've for been around something. since they were 17, 18 yeah, years old, 19 20, respectively. 20 years or so. Fucking amazing. Yeah, that is amazing. Yeah. To, to hit so young. I think the first album was 99, 2000, sounding the seventh triumph. Wow. A trumpet or something like that. Yeah. Um, no, I do dig It was them. like, it was really like, it was really like, their first album was really like punky and heavy oh, it was? metal. Okay. It was like a mix of heavy metal, punk, and like, and like, Shit like that, which know? was of the time that like yeah. early two thousands. Yeah. yeah, but it was really weird because M Shadows were like really screamed and like growled, and it wasn't his. It didn't suit him. Right. It was just. It didn't. Honestly, I don't. That first album, I don't really like. They're more of a power metal band now. Yeah. You could, if you had to classify. Um, the only them. song I like off of the first album is uh, "Warmness of the Soul." It's a small. It's a soft like four or five minute ballad. Right. Which is really good. Other than that, their first album was not that good. Sorry, okay. M Shadow. Sorry, boys from uh, Avenged Sevenfold. But they figured it out. Johnny well, Christ, if you're listening. <laughs> um, and then, of course, their drummer died in 2009 of a, you know, pills and overdose oh, really? or like that. Oh, but that was, okay. uh, yeah. On tour? Yeah, James. His last name was James. Uh, the Rev. His nickname was The Rev. Yeah. He was a great drummer. Really good drummer. But he, you know, got into his own demons and yeah, passed on. Caught up with the... Uh, yeah. The but, um, but, yeah. I mean, so, with, honestly, I think... Well, that would be... It'd be, I think... Yeah. I mean, would you... I. Would you agree that I think uh, Sinister Gates would be a great? That would be. I think that'd be perfect. That would be. Yeah. He's he's got the chops. He's right. got the style. Right. He's got the look. I think he'd be a great fit for that tour if they ever did one. I mean, I couldn't think of anyone else. I mean, I guess you could get someone like Zach Wild if you wanted to get someone older. You know yeah. What I mean, maybe that pull it off yeah, that that's way a good, too. That's a good, you know yeah, I, mean? I was thinking Zach Wild, but I think that it, would be. I think I think M Shadows is, is just a little bit better of a guitar player. Would it would it be gimmicky to have like different guitarists for a show? Like guys come up, maybe eh, maybe say like they do. Maybe it's like a two month thing. Right. They do all like tours, just dates around the country. Yeah. Maybe one week it's M Shadows. Yeah. Next week is. Zach Wilde, right. and maybe, um, or the week after could be Dave Mustaine. Yeah, right. All of it. Right. But people like that. Yeah. Like honor such a great yeah. fucking That would be pretty god. cool, like a, almost like a, like a tribute reunion Yeah, a tribute thing. reunion tour yeah. just for basically Pantera to get back together right. and be 
to honor the late great fucking mastermind because of guitar we work. still have the voice of Pantera and yeah, Phil. Yeah. So I mean, who, yeah. who, who I I think the drum, and like I yeah. said, I, I no knock on Dimebag. Rest, I mean, uh, Vinnie Paul, I'm sorry, rest in peace. Right. But you can find a drum in yeah. that can suffice. Trust yeah. me, you right, could. Right, right. You know? But that was the beauty of Pantera. They were brothers. They were, you know, they had that uh, that bond, that brotherly oh. bond. But no, I'm saying that's yeah. gone. So what are you going to do? If you want to see that, you got to kind of figure yeah. it out. But yeah, that'd be cool. I would. That'd, I know. You know. What the fuck? So, What's his name? What? It, just off <laughs> now that I'm thinking about it, what the fuck is that chooch? David Sil- David Silvera doing the original drummer from Corn. You don't do shit no more. Oh, that dude. Once you get off, hit. Once you once you get off your ass and do something, bro. <laughs> yeah, once you be, no. once you play drums for that tour, that'd be badass. I'm you sure he get would. Off your ass point, he's probably waiting, sitting by the phone, waiting for the. Uh... I think he own, I think he owns a couple of restaurants in oh, Florida okay. or California or something. Yeah, some of these guys just have enough money to go on to do something else. They make enough money from that stuff, and then they go on and do other stuff, you know. Yeah. But yeah, yeah, and then touring is a a bitch. I would imagine. Yeah, you know? of course. If you get older too, but yeah. yeah. Well, and also, who would be a good drummer would be yeah. um, Willie uh, Willie Adler. Willie I'm sorry, Adler. Chris Adler. I think Chris Adler, the original, former drummer of Lamb of God, is really good. Or Stephen Adler from Guns N' Roses. And he's Guns from the Roses. South. Oh, okay. He's from the South. Yeah. He's got that Southern, you know, style. And yeah. He'd be a great. He's a hell of a drummer. Yeah. Way better than Vin, uh, Vinnie Paul. And he'd be a great fit for that Pantera tribute too. Yeah. There's uh, probably that, any number of guys know. that could. Yeah. Yeah. That's a cool thing that might develop though. I yeah. think that. I think if you're listening, yeah. Take what, what I'm saying, people, and run with it. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. All right. Well, with that said, we're going to move on to our topic of the evening, okay. and we're going to discuss the origins of metal and yes. the key players and the key players of how and who and who were the ones to really make that genre come to life. Because it does go back a ways if you want to go way back to and it. And we're going to, with your help right. and my savviness, right. we're going to discuss this tonight yes. for a, a little bit. Right. Where, Just where, a little bit. Where did this genre come from? It went through different phases and to work. It did, and I, my personal opinion, I think yes, there was players before Black Sabbath, but Black Sabbath really created. Yeah, that's when the genre of death. And there metal. is a reason for that, which yeah. we'll get into. You, right, we'll talk about right, that. Right. And just quickly, in the past, it's quoted by Ozzy Osbourne himself, the Prince of Darkness, saying that Black Sabbath created the genre of metal to what it is, and then. Metallica perfected it. Okay. That's a direct quote from Ozzy himself. When did he say that? Oh, I want to say, <laughs> really? I want to say probably back in the 80s or oh, maybe, maybe 90s. When, they, when Metallica was opening for them? Oh, yes. Yeah, yes. maybe like in the 80s. Yeah. yeah, I think it was like the 90s when Metallica really had a, just the momentum right. going through the roof. Right. Which I think is, yeah, I think Ozzy's right in that regard. I mean, I agree. Could be a little, some I'm not being a little, I'm, I mean, I know it might sound bad I'm a big Metallica fan, but I, if, honestly, if I'm just a, you know, pet a say and yeah. pick one, I would say that I'd. It's a fair assessment, right? Right. So, with further ado, yeah, let's, we'll, uh, get, let's, let's get, get into, into it, it, motherfucker. Okay. So, uh, let's go way back then. All right, let's let's do it, buddy. Go ahead, and take the take the take the reins here, my friend. So, I think we can agree a big part of metal, the, a huge part of it, is a distorted guitar, right? Oh, well, yeah, that goes without saying, right? I mean, you can get there's some metal with clean sounds to it, but you know, for the most part, yep. the the the, the, the <laughs> The makeup of any good metal song, ah <laughs> uh, uh, yes, in the the, the 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 key ingredient in the recipe of metal would be distorted guitar. Shoot. <laughs> it's been three <laughs> weeks, guys. I know, Don't you can forget tell he's all the rust. You can see the rust coming out of his tongue. There's rust on the mics too. Fucking a, you gotta yo. blow the rust off. Fuck, here. GLG. So, um, so th- there's one song. This goes way back to 1951. There's a song called uh, "Rocket 88." Okay, you heard of this song? It was a number Never one, heard of it. Number one song on the R&B charts. Who performed it? Now it's this guy, Jackie Brenston. Never heard of him. The, and I'm pretty the, good, and I never heard of him. Right. The interesting thing is, the piano player was a guy named Ike Turner. Oh, I've heard of Ike Turner. Who hasn't? Who became famous for beating the shit out of Tina Turner <laughs> later <laughs> on a constant basis. Wow, that, that took a really dark turn right away. So Love it. Yeah, I know, really. Not so, condoning any uh, you know, domestic abuse. I'm just saying. No, it was, no. It was just for fun. Well, we know. Shits you know. and giggles. Yeah. Oh, she got a great solo career out of it. Oh, she, my yeah. fuck, yeah. She killed it with that fucking hair and those fucking... You know, so, thunder thighs. Oh God, yeah, she was huge. She so, was. I so this song is pretty much also agreed as one of the first rock and roll songs. Okay, but now but back one, nineteen fifty one. Wow, that's fucking crazy. Because back then they called it race music. It was R and B. But the thing, there's a story with this song. So uh, the band was traveling from Mississippi to Memphis to record. They'd been around and had a few like little hits. Yeah. So what happened was, you. yeah. So they had the, all their equipment in a van. 
So they, they did it. Yeah. You pack in a van and just fucking go, bro. So they did something happen and one of the speakers fell over the bass speaker or the guitar uh, amp fell over and it broke. So they had to, by fixing it, they had to stuff like newspaper to keep the cone in, the yeah, speaker cone. I get what you're saying. And thus that created, when they Distortion. plugged in and played, it created a very uh, distorted, fuzzy tone. What was the name of the song again? It's Rocket 88. It's very I'm, catchy. I'm going to check it out when I go yeah. home. It's very of the time. It's an R&B song. It's, it's but, okay. but you can hear the fuzz sound, which is probably one of the first fuzz tones ever put onto record. So after that, so you get you move into like Elvis era, you know, later fifties. You had you had guys who heard that, and then so what the thing to do was back then was to actually intentionally cut the cut the uh, speakers and to get that distorted sound. Oh wow! And uh, that happened a lot. A lot of them did that. You hear uh, "Rumble" by Link Ray? That's an old instrumental. No, very I'm not. fuzzy. I'll check it out. See, this is like your wheelhouse. Yeah, this, I like is, this. this is early shit. I like I'd, to learn these new things. Yeah, it's fun. Uh, interesting. Now, Rumble was a uh, instrumental. It was only two chords, but it's so distorted and so menacing sounding that they actually banned it on the radio because this is like the time of like juvenile delinquency. Like, oh God forbid, we can't listen. They can't listen. This yeah, is devil music. But can you imagine they banned a record that didn't even have any words? It was just the sound of it. It was and so the, heavy. And it was called Rumble for them. Yeah, yeah. They thought for it was going to like, well. It was like uh, Rock Around the Clock was supposed to be like inspiring riots and stuff. It was that early like rock and That's roll. That's pretty like, sad. They, they just imagine if those people back then heard the music. Now, oh my God, I they was would literally that. kill themselves and rip their heads off. They literally banned a song that didn't have any lyrics because they thought that's it was sad. Gonna, <laughs> but that's how it was. Was back then they didn't know any better. No, exactly. But nowadays, that, this is like Eisenhower. Era, nowadays, yeah. if that shit came out, they'd yeah. be like, "Oh my god, thank you!" Pray, they'd be praising and praying for more of that. Because Their heads would explode. This if shit they, nowadays is talking about this, that, and right. want to kill somebody, and rape somebody, and bitches in the club, and hoes, and hookers, and isn't that interesting? All this rap shit, you know. And I mean, it's not that long ago. I mean, I guess it kind of is sixty years ago. Of but, course, it's a long yeah, time ago. Right, not, right. You have to consider what's we're in two thousand twenty-one, right? Two thousand twenty-two, right? Talking about nineteen fifty-one to right. In the fifties, yeah. early sixties, that shit would would be totally welcome nowadays. Yes, considering it's like, wow, Rumble. Oh my god, we could to ban a song called Rumble. It has no fucking <laughs> words, but the song, the title is called Rumble. But we have to ban it for Christ's sake. Right, right. Jesus fucking Christ, that's ridiculous. But anyway, so you get you started getting these more distorted guitar sounds. They were, they were a little more menacing. And then in the sixties, early sixties, actually right after the Beatles, you had the Kinks. Yes, the, I know the Kinks. Uh, right. Um, you really got me, who Van Halen. Yeah, you really got me now. Van Halen you cover on their yeah, first Van album. Yeah, Van Halen's a good cover, but the Kinks a... version to me is still better. Oh, yeah, okay, I agree, yeah, definitely. I like the Kinks yeah. version better. But I think he did the same thing. He cut his, he cut little, you know, just cut the uh, amp just enough. The, just enough the, to give that the, sound. The, the cone and the uh, speaker, yeah. And you, and voila, you had this, you know, overnight. Because I think the Beatles had just come out, and that came out only a few months later. So, you know, you had this like, whoa, this is... <laughs> whoa, mama. <laughs> well, you know, it really... Things started really moving fast, you know. Progressing. Yeah, in terms... Building up to the whole metal thing. Yeah. So, do you like the Kinks? I do like the Kinks. Yeah. I mean, of course, every, I, think, I, I think no matter who you are, what yeah. kind of music you're into, age, you know, culture yeah. or ethnicity... I think you should know. You really got me now. That yeah. song is everyone right. should know that song. And then all day and all the night, which yeah. was just like a rewrite, but of it. exactly. But um, so yeah, so you had these uh, these bands who started getting heavier, and you know maybe so then you started to get into like uh, maybe more psychedelic stuff. You know, yes. after that, you know, you get like Jefferson Airplane, you get Hendrix, and it was kind of a hippie vibe, peace and love. But then at the end of the 60s, things started getting dark. You had Vietnam. Yes. You had Manson. So you got to think, good, yeah. I'm glad you said that. Right, right. Point. You got to think those things, those think life events attributed to the music that came out after those. Well, that's what I'm saying. So it was peace and love for a couple of years, but then that kind of. That like dandelions and sunflowers. Yeah, right. Incense and peppermints. Yeah, and now it's like <laughs> but that, demons, devil, yes. and like dark times in the world. Things got. Dark pretty quick at the end of the sixties. You had like Altamont. You heard about Altamont, right? Yeah, yeah of course. Stones and stuff. So we had yeah. this dark vibe, and that's when it really started getting dark. Yes, that's what I like. Yeah, that, that's my kind of right. shit. Right, but you can see like the progression of it as the music got harder and more, you know, distorted. The lyrics got darker, and voila, we had a little band from uh, Birmingham, England. And I wonder what you're talking about. God forbid. Can you could, give me a clue? Could I can't it be figure it out. Black Sabbath? Oh, the mighty. 
Almighty Black Sabbath. Hailing from Birmingham, England. Yeah. But they started off as kind of a uh, hippie-ish band. Uh, Earth was their band before Black before Sabbath. Black Sabbath, yes. Yeah, and it was a little more... Uh, Earthy, crunchy. Yeah. No pun intended. It's yeah. Kind of like, you know, atmospheric. Right. You know. Kind of of hip- the time. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Then I think Ozzy got the... I think Ozzy realized quickly we have to adapt and change if right. we want to make it. Well, and Geezer Butler was pretty big, too, because Geezer Butler, I think, wrote... Hell of a drummer. Uh, no, that was Bill Ward. I'm sorry. I'm yeah. sorry. Bill Ward's right. a hell of a drummer. He's now unbelievable. Thinking about that, yeah. Bill Ward's a great drummer. You no, know, I mean, considering 1960s and 70s, if you listen, if you go back and, and really just listen to his drumming and the tracks of his drums, yeah, holy shit, unbelievable! What a hell of a drummer! Like uh, especially for that time, almost kind of jazzy sometimes. No one was playing those. No one was playing those kind of drums back. In no. The 70s. Well, you had some guys like. Well, you had like Ginger. You had the guy from Cream, Ginger Baker. You had some great drummers. The guy from uh, Mitch Mitchell from Jimi but, Hendrix. Like, no, and stuff. You know, but no, Keith Moon. Right, but yeah, but exactly. no one was playing drums that hard. No, like, that no. was hard. That he, was hard. He, he upped the game. Yeah, yeah. He took like Keith Moon. That shit was hard. It. Yeah, <laughs> hard, yo, yo, hard. <laughs> what are you from South Philly? You fucking shoot. First shoot alert of the night. <laughs> you said it. Shoot alert. <laughs> fucking shoot. <laughs> All right, go ahead, Maddie. Go ahead, you fucking ass shoot. But anyway, but there's a particular reason too why black sabbath was so heavy do you know the reason why do you know the famous incident with tony iomi uh vaguely i would love for you to refresh my memory and this really does kind of sum up metal so they're from birmingham north of england very industrial i know that which contributed to the darkness of them too yes yes so he was working for a steel company you know working those foundries those presses yes 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 something happened yeah, maybe maybe he was stoned. Maybe he turned away for a second. He brought the the foundry press thing down on his hand or, or something. Ouch! And he cut the uh, tips of his fingers off. You, do you know this story? You I know this story? No, okay. no. I think I was thinking of something else. But go ahead. Did, this is quite interesting. Yeah, if you ask didn't me. cut his fingers off. Just the cut, tips. Cut the tips off. Just the tip. See how it feels? Yeah, yeah. Just the tip. I know. That's all you need, really. That's it. Sometimes. Depending. Yeah. Where hole you sticking it in? <laughs> To which hole you end up in. <laughs> so ahead, so he didn't cut off shoot. his fingers, but he, you know, and he was already, I think it was in Earth at the time, so he was playing. So he instantly thought, all right, well, I'm done, right? Career over. How, am I, how can I play without fingertips? Oh, shit. But, but being the ingenious uh, early metal guy that he was, he, uh, he glued little uh, fingertips. I don't know what they were made out of. And he kind of like melted them onto his fingers. To Lovely. play. Just but, to play. But the, the real thing he did was tune the guitar down. So you know yeah. a little bit about guitar. Oh, so yeah. Standard tuning. Is, oh, my God, uh, yeah. Whatever. E Just or whatever. that was what separated them, I right. think, from anyone else. And was I it? think some bands have been turning down a little bit, like, tuning no, down. They, but, they you know, really he perfected went like it. Step, step and a half. They perfected so, it. So now you're into like the key of C, which is doomy and heavy. I love it. And voila, you, you have a genre of music that, yeah. you know. Never was created until then. Right. And you hadn't heard anything like that. No. And then you get the lyrics of, you know. War pigs. Well, and Geezer fun. Butler always wanted to like scare people. You know, yeah. he was watching those old movies, like those old Hammer horror films. The like, old fucking, you know. Yeah. Yeah, movies from like the 1930s, the old mummy movies, and well, I, back then. Yeah, and I think there was a movie Black Sabbath. I'm pretty sure that's a movie. Uh, yeah, like a Boris the name. I think that's where they got the name from. Actually. Yeah, I think so. Yep. So, and then that first album came out, and uh, you that covers fucking creepy with the, no, the like the witch on it. Oh yeah, the, I just yeah. I, I that's another thing. I I'm glad you mentioned that. Good point. Yeah. I, I when I. My favorite bands come out with new music. I always rush. I always look right away to see what the yeah. album cover is going to be like. Are album covers still a big thing? Yeah, for, I, yeah. And I say the best, not because I'm a huge fan, but I think not not sound not to sound biased or anything. But mm-hmm. I think the best album covers are probably that I've seen in the last ten years are Ghosts. They have amazing. The art, the guy uh, who does their artwork is from Poland. Um, he's amazing and the shit he pulls off and it's creepy, it's dark, it's doomy. Well, he's a visual guy anyway, yeah. right? And, well, um, Tobias is yeah. obviously a visual guy. Yeah. Going back to Black Sabbath and obviously the Ghost's first album is very doomy and very Black Sabbath and Blue Easter Cult influenced. Yeah, so we right. talked about this before in the other right. podcast. But yeah, you know, just pretending to Black Sabbath, right. it, it really, oh my God, like, I don't. I haven't really listened to much Black Sabbath in a long time, but okay. obviously I know a lot of their category, cat, you know, their stuff in a lot of their categories, right? From um, from their first album to their last album. Yeah, yeah. I know they did the Heaven and Hell. They had Ronnie yeah. Dio came in and yeah. did that shit, which was 
you know, obviously after Ozzy left and did his, went on to a solo career. Right. But, you know. Now, that's a good thing to get into best uh, singer replacements. I mean, that was unbelievable. That, it, it's tough because Ozzy is just Ozzy. And right. Like, how could you replace the, the Prince of Darkness one, the band that created, you know, metal? Right. And then you have Ronnie James step in, and it's like, wow. like Who's, like, classically trained. Boom. Like, yeah. Boom. Mine explosion. I always thought that was a win-win for metal fans, though, because Ozzy yeah. went on and did his own thing. Now you had two unbelievable... I mean, 1980, Frontman. you had Heaven and Hell, and yeah. you had uh, uh, Bark at the Moon, not Bark Blizzard at the Moon. of Oz. <laughs> Blizzard of Oz, yeah. yeah. Or Mr. The, Crowley. Yeah. That fucking toast ahead. <laughs> he hasn't gotten a shout out recently. Yeah, fucking toast ahead, fuck. <laughs> Mr. Crowley. <laughs> bow, bow, bow. Oh, great. I, that's probably my favorite like, solo Aussie shit. Is it? Right, okay. That. And Randy Rhodes? Oh. Yeah, I know. I mean, we only Man. I know. I mean, we can talk, I can talk about Randy Rhodes for another half hour. I mean, yeah. He's amazing. Yeah, he One was. One of the best guitar players ever to play. All five. And he had short, short term. Short? He was short. Short You're term right. of life he was, and short yeah, stature. Short stature, I know. <laughs> don't don't get coked up and fly a plane uh, very close to the ground, people. That's, yeah, uh, that's, that, just the, yeah. that's a lesson you learn from Mr. Randy yeah, Rhodes. Yeah, poor. Uh, although he wasn't flying it, but yeah, he but was still, certainly. The people, yeah. 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 <laughs> they almost killed Ozzy, and they hit, the, they hit the trailer he was in. It's lucky they didn't kill Ozzy. <laughs> I know. So. Like, what the fuck? Ozzy woke, out of his, woke up out of his stupor when a plane hit his Yeah, <laughs> He probably had fucking uh, rat feathers come out of his mouth because he's biting rats and <laughs> yeah, shit yeah. and mice and snorting ants. He had a dove in his mouth at the time. Oh. Fucking yeah. gross, but love it. Yeah. So fucking metal. Yeah. But it's interesting, though, you know, where this comes from. And, um, I mean, you could even, like, influence the Beatles because Ozzy loved the Beatles. Of course, being from England, right, right. having that same, right. was, you know, the same similarity. Right. And being from the same country. Yeah. And, you know, not too far apart, really, in years. No, only maybe other. like yeah, four or the five years. Beatles music was is definitely a different. True. But sound they, and genre, but they had a you know later stuff was you get like revolu- something like Revolution is very distorted. Yeah, guitar. but it's not like dark, no, doomy. Or you know? um, what's the other one? If you uh, just want to solely, if you want to solely be specific on the distorted guitar, yeah. But if you right. talk about the actual genre of doom well, and de- like yeah, Helter Skelter uh, that yeah. did uh, yeah. I just don't like that. Personally, no. I, you can't compare that shit no, to Ozzy. But I'm and saying Black it's Sabbath. interesting to trace where this comes from. Like you wouldn't have Ozzy necessarily if the Beatles now, hadn't been around. Maybe going back. Yeah, to the fifties and sixties. Yeah, sure. Fifties. Yeah, because yeah, that was just a little overview. We can dig a little deeper. But uh, you mean you have artists like Elvis and sure. Chuck Berry. Yeah, who were you know gods in their own right, and obviously huge, huge in the popularity contest. Yeah, I mean, especially on Elvis. the charts. Yeah, on the, especially how Elvis came out. Granted, he was more like rockabilly rock and roll. Right, but still, he created a, a different kind of rock genre. Yeah, compared to. Even Chuck Berry and Elvis had the very similar. Right. But you fast forward to the late 60s, early 70s when Black Sabbath came out, and it's like you wouldn't have Black Sabbath or the Beatles if it wasn't for those guys. No. And like you talked about earlier, and you know, you know. No, it's like a line. It's like this guy influenced this guy who influenced this guy. Yeah. Like it's like it's like a logical progression. Like in of, my opinion, there wouldn't be no Eddie Van Halen if there was no Jimi Hendrix. Oh no, absolutely. Or that Eric whole Clapton, guitar yeah. work. He loved Clapton, I think more. He loved Cream. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I, speaking of Cream, so Cream is kind of in that thing too, like uh, influences on metal, because some of that early stuff, some of the Cream stuff is heavy, and it uh, is, you, but not you, like no. I mean, I still, every time you say heavy, it's like nothing is heavier compared to Black Sabbath for that time period of that right. Era, you know, right. Do you uh, do you know? So Ginger, I do know some Cream. Ginger Baker was the drummer, yes, a very cream. outspoken guy, very outspoken, Real, very fly by the seat, you know, out, out there. Yeah, curmudgeon, just doesn't yeah. like any. Only likes jazz. So somebody, um, he died a couple of years ago. Somebody asked him, you know, Cream is kind of, you know, credited as helping invent metal. Well, yeah, I give it, him an assist. So they asked him that, and he goes, uh, he goes, if if we're responsible for the birth of metal, we should have had an abortion. So some people are like proud of. He didn't being, want that. No, he didn't like that. Yeah. It was, you know, which is typical Ginger Baker. But yeah, so oh. some people aren't necessarily proud he must of. Be a fucking having, sourpuss. Let him. Like, he was an asshole. You yeah. ever see that documentary? No. Oh, it's great. Fuck him. Let him. It's rest great. In, let no, him, he was, he was let him rust in peace. <laughs> you know, but just saying, some people aren't too uh, proud of uh, influencing metal. I guess, but they, they should sh- be. You should be. Yeah. You should be proud of what you've accomplished, yeah. and you like. Right. I'm sure Black Sabbath is. is Greatly appreciative and very proud of what they've accomplished, yeah. what they've done since the, for their historic career. Right. You know, Tony Iommi, a god. Yeah. The whole band, the whole group is a god. They're of, all still right. alive, right? Yeah. Yeah, they're all. We got them all, yeah. I believe so. Yeah. I mean, Ozzy's a mutant. 
There's yeah, kind of Jesus. scientific proof to prove that, <laughs> that he's a mutant. So we'll just go with that. We'll leave that at that, actually. I know. I know. So, and then you had like, uh, well, you had Deep Purple at the same time, which was yeah, pretty Yeah, Deep Purple, David Coverdale. We talked yeah. about that in the past. Yeah. David Coverdale, e- Ian Killen, uh, you know, uh, Richie Blackmore. Oh, Richie Blackmore, another yeah. great guitar player. Just heavy heavy bands that uh, kept the genre moving. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah, the 70s, I mean, I don't know how far you want to go into it, but... Uh, no, I mean, we could go... I mean, you mentioned the basically the origins of it. Yeah. And, I mean, then you go from Black Sabbath, then you got Led Zeppelin, yeah, Led Floyd, right. but they're more like classic rock, hard rock, not really death, not really not really metal. It's funny, though. There's a, they are, I'm sure some of the songs are considered metal. There's a couple uh, songs on a soundtrack they did uh, that's real heavy. I don't think anyone's even heard it. It's very rare. It's like the, I forget the name of it. Yeah, they were really. There's a couple early Pink Floyd songs that are like, "Wow, that's very, very early metal." The Nile song. Yeah, <laughs> that's pretty. The yeah. Nile. Oh, <laughs> no, it's weird. I can see like your like your eyes are lighting up. Like, yeah, man, this is awesome. This is heavy. This is fucking heavy tubular, dude. <laughs> this is heavy. Are you fucking Valley California boy? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and your stupid fucking yeti. <laughs> Get me with the spoon. <laughs> My Yeti. I'm a Yeti. You crack me up, Matty boy. You make JLG so proud. Oh, God. I knew you were going to bring that up. Yeah. Oh, don't worry. Next podcast, it's coming up. Yeah, don't yeah worry. we got plans for that one. Okay, JLG. We're yeah. moving on from the... Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But going back to... I know yeah. it's... You know what, though? It's funny yeah. because we... To me, this is how it should be. Just have... Talk, do our topic of choice right. for that particular podcast, what we're doing tonight and, and going forward and yeah. obviously in the past. Yeah. And it's fun to just veer off and because... Yeah, right. Oh, yeah. I mean, the other podcasts I listen to and sports radio I listen to, they always talk about one particular subject in sports or what's going on. And then if they'll veer off and talk about movies, music. Right. That's fine. Yeah. That's what's, you know... Tangents. To, yeah. And it's, yeah. that's normal. Right. That's a common thing and a common thread that right. we all go through in this in this industry. Right. So it is what it is. And yeah. I'm, it's, it's funny. Let it go. Let it be fun. Let it right. be heard. Just have fun with it. Yeah, I like have off. fun with it. Off roading. Yeah, we don't know where this is gonna go. No, no. We just have. <laughs> we just do the best we can with what we know and try to give. You know, try to give it yeah. to the world as best as we can in our own words. I do usually wish I had taken more notes, but not. No, I, notes. <laughs> yeah, that little notepad is gonna get you real far, kid. Like offspring, you gotta go far, kid. <laughs> yeah, no, Dexter. <laughs> Yeah, we talked about oh, that yeah. one time. Yeah, Dexter and noodles. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh shit. <laughs> so I mean, but on to the onto our subject of the yeah. new thing. Yeah. Uh, in your opinion, yeah. going after going past the um, sorry, the Black Sabbath right. era. Right. What was the other bands in your mind that you know really was like metal? Because obviously. Then you obviously get into the 80s where you, Metallica comes out. Well, yeah. You got Slayer, Metallica, Anthrax. Well, now Monica, we're into the metal, Monica, right? Now, now we're now, strictly metal. Right. Now it's a defined... Now the subgenres of metal, like Death, okay. Speed, oh, Thrash. Right. Okay, if you want to get into that. No, yeah. there's no... We don't, no, I'm no, no. not saying... We're not going to get into it. No, I'm no. saying Metallica is right. it's labeled as Thrash Metal. But yeah. Whereas Black Sabbath is what? Is, is Black Metal? Doom Metal? Right, Doom Metal. Okay. It's interesting because I don't think a genre has that many subgenres, right? More than metal. I mean, no. there's so many influences. Metal on has it. so many subgenres, more than any other genre. I think so, yeah. I'd agree. And it probably has more influences, more like origins than any yeah. other, you know? I, I mean, totally I concur with that. I mean, you can call it hard rock, I guess, but. Well, it's but, funny because if you go on to like certain like platforms like Apple Music, Spotify, iTunes, or YouTube, or Pandora, yeah. they, have, they have classic rock. Alternative rock, hard rock, and metal. Like, for, yeah. like to pick to like oh, stations you okay, want to listen right, to for right. music. So there's hard rock and then there's metal. So obviously you got hard rock, which is heavier than classic rock, then alternative rock. Then right. you got hard rock. Oh my god, that's fucking hard. That must be heavy. Yeah. And all of a sudden you got fucking metal, which right. can range from death metal all the way to yeah, fucking speed metal. Yeah, that's such a wide ranging thing. Yeah. Yeah. So it's weird. It makes you really think. Yeah. So that's why. That's why it tells you. That's what. We've been talking. We talked about yeah. that. There are so many subgenres of the metal, you know, right, genre. Right. No pun, you know, And what intended. a yeah. And it's a huge. I mean, it's a you know, it's a money making thing too. I mean, how many bands have uh, 
Sprung. <laughs> of what, Matty Boy? <laughs> I'm just saying, from from the earliest influences, it's such a big, you know. Well, of course. Yeah. I mean, we did, I mean, you just mentioned so many things back from 1951. Right, that's what I'm saying. Like the 70s. Yeah. Now, so, but in your personal opinion, yeah. would you categorize Zeppelin, Floyd? Well, that's a whole other thing, too. As, was, as, as metal? No, I wouldn't. No. Because no. you've had, you had things that were influences, but the thing itself isn't metal. No. No, definitely not. But, yeah, I mean, you get like early... Like something like communication breakdown. I mean, that's pretty heavy. Yeah, you know. But is that metal? Yeah, that's. The- you think of you think of going back to Ozzy and Black Sabbath. Right. You got. Dan it. Dan 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 it. Right. It's like yeah. Yeah. It makes you think like, holy shit. Yeah. Like that came out in the fucking late sixties, early seventies. Oh yeah, yeah. And it's like people that. Are not my are not like thinking like we do and like music like the music we are into like the metals and all kind of what not yeah say like you you got a, a, a little Christian family in the nineteen seventies oh, yeah they hear that and they're like holy shit yeah this is the like when Kiss came out like this is the Knights and Satan service right. like, this is the music of the devil right like well that's the thing too like uh, Sabbath was just playing with that stuff they were never really they were actually real like Satanist bands. That came out after that, like uh, nah, I can't even think. It was a, it was a gimmick for it for, was. Uh, it was kind Black of Sabbath. like uh, I know Geezer Butler said it was more like a, kind of cautioning against it, you know, that going in because uh, Ozzy would write songs about not being say like going to the other side, like uh, after forever, you know. Would you like to see the Pope on the end of the rope? Do you th- he kind of like writing about like uh, he was kind of talking to the people who. Th- Wanted to be Satanists, like, you know, careful, this is a dangerous road to go down. Yeah, they, you know, I think that was the beauty of Sabbath. It wasn't, it wasn't promoting Satanism. It was kind of like um, acknowledging it and maybe being like, uh, cautious, you know, kind of cautioning against it, which is, I don't know, that's more interesting to me, you know. They weren't espousing Satanistic things, more just commenting on it and the danger of it and the, you know. Well, which is fine. Yeah. I mean, that's great. I think that's more interesting. You know, it, it's more, you know, just singing about like hail Satan. That's just kind of like dopey. You know, the, there's more like nuance to being like, you know, here's, you know, here's what can happen if you go down that road. You know, yeah. so it basically, you know? it's almost like a uh, like a reading like a reading rainbow kind of yeah, thing. Kinda, like reading, yeah, like reading hooked on phonics. Like <laughs> yeah. we're gonna teach you. We're gonna educate you on. If you were to steer that way right. towards Satanism or, right. or that kind of dark alley, right. then this is what would happen. But and maybe you can dabble with it, you know? You yeah. Can, you, can, you can take little things from... Because Satanism itself isn't really, like, evil. It's kind of like, uh, you know... It's just, it's Satan. If someone's a Satanist, people automatically think, oh, this this person or she or he just worships the devil. Yeah. No, Satanism it's, is a type of spiritual... It is, thing you, is. ...you could be into. Right. And it doesn't mean you're a fucking... No. ...a... Full blown Lucifer no. lover giving Lucifer you know imaginary blowjobs right exactly like you just fucking yeah exactly something you like you're into yeah it's a spiritual thing that you makes you feel better or it makes you come to some sort of peace in in your own exactly. mind that's what you're into that's fine right right fuck it who cares like, like what you want to do do it like Satan was kind of like the ultimate rebel like he didn't want to follow he kind of he was cast out you know what I mean casted from heaven yeah fallen right, angel right he wasn't yeah. necessarily like this you know destruction and you at know one no. point he was a beloved angel right right and then he like you said he was a rebel right he wanted, he wanted to beat his own drum literally right. and they casted him out they cast him from the heavens to the ground right from the pinnacle to the pit yeah and that's it right but it doesn't mean he was a t- no. all-around total fucking evil person no it's kind of like scientology they're not all bad they have some good parts <laughs> right hey, to each his own but don't fuck with me with that bullshit they are weird don't come though. near me a lot of success in Scientology. A lot of a lot of famous Satanists, though, like um, Sammy Davis Jr. was uh, allegedly a uh, Satanist. Satanist. Yeah, Church of Satan. Jane Mansfield, the actress. Uh, yeah, good for them. <laughs> I like it. <laughs> yeah, I pr- I mean, look, I don't care. I've I've, yeah. read, I've look, I've done my minor research on the whole Satanism yeah. thing. Um, I'm not gonna get into it now because some rituals. Know. Any no, I never sacrificed a virgin just yet. Mm. You know, those are hard to come by these days. A couple lambs, though, you yeah, sacrifice. Yeah, a couple lambs, yeah. some goat heads. Yeah. You know, that's normal. Yeah, we, we all do you that. Know. 
Yeah. But, you know, we'll save that for a, a rainy night. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, the good thing about Sabbath was they d- kind of moved away from that, too. I mean, their whole career wasn't about, you know, ooh, dark. They kind of moved on and sung about, like, uh, you know, drug addiction and whatnot. Well, you know, Ozzy, that w- the whole band was loaded all the time. Yeah. Especially Ozzy. Right. Oh, God, yeah. And, uh, yeah, they kind of moved. As they, as they got older, they kind of, throughout the 70s, they kind of moved on and sung about, you know. Deeper things and yeah. a little social commentary, maybe. True but, that. You know? Yup. And, uh, yeah. But Satanism, but Satanism certainly, uh, you know, had a resurgence in metal in the 80s. Well, of course, Slayer. Yeah, well, there you go. Rain yeah. and Blood, yeah. fucking Hell Awaits. <laughs> like, come on. They were, Slayer was basically, they, they were pretty much the, the out of the four major right. like thrash bands. They were the ones that really promote Satanism and True. talk about the devil a lot. And you know Satan was he a Satanist? No, I don't think so. Oh, he uh, was playing fucking, uh, Tom Maria, aka Suzanne. Yes, we actually work with Tom Maria. <laughs> if Tom Maria was in- reincarnated in a female yeah. body, that's who it would yeah, be <laughs> in Nahant, <laughs> the Queen of Nahant. <laughs> oh shit! But no, but seriously, I I don't think he was. No, I, would I say, don't either. If I had to choose one, I'd say Carrie King was more so than Tom. Yeah, but I don't think. I mean, is there any like outright Satanist? You can't think of any in rock and roll. It was always like imagery they played with. For, yeah, you know, when they were young, and like to, like with Ghost, they a lot of yeah. their first albums, the whole album's about fucking Satan. A lot of their stuff's about Satan and, and Satanism, and but, but Tobias is not a full blown Satanist. No, no, yes, he just said it's more like a gimmick and. Like he, you know, he, he doesn't de- doesn't you know denounce or anything. He just right. says that you know he hasn't. He basically, I mean, it wouldn't surprise me if he came out later on in life and said, "Yeah, look, I'm really dabbled a lot in the whole Satanism thing. I'm you know I'm a worshiper of that. Yeah, whatever. Right. But I, right now, I believe it's just a gimmick. It's just to make money, and it's he's, it's working for him. Right. Like it did for Marilyn Manson, like it does for Kiss. Yeah. Marilyn Manson might be a true Satanist. Mm, no, I don't even think so in that case. Yeah. He hasn't come out and said it. Maybe no. he has. I don't know. Yeah. But I. If I say his his a lot of his shit's all about, like come on, his one of his second I think his second album was Antichrist Superstar. Yeah, that's true. Come on, but well, that's, that's a bold true. album album but, name, don't you think? But he knew that was gonna sell. He knew that was gonna create controversy. Yeah. You know, but he really it, ran with it. And I think he really believed it. The fact yeah, maybe. Like, yeah, you know, it's a it's a you can really play with it. It's it's a pretty cool like subject to play with, you know yeah. what I mean? In oh, I love it. I think it's quite yeah. interesting, and I think right. one of the true which Satanists, is why I think people do that. Yeah, I yeah. think one of the true Satanists that was not in the, the rock world or the music world industry, even though he had a little influence and w- was seen as kind of a rock star, was Richard Ramirez, the Night Stalker. Oh, sure, yeah. Back in L.A. in the 1980s, yeah. 85, 86, 84, around yeah. there, where he was killing random people right. in, in L.A. you know suburbs and shit. Yeah. And when he was in prison, I mean, when he was in court, he held up his hand. And it said he had a pentagram, and it said "Hail Satan." And he goes, "Hail Satan!" And he was a true Satanist. He, he? You know, yeah. he mentioned it. He, he said he was. Yeah, yeah. He was out. Uh, he was fucking. He was the real deal. He cracked me up. Though. He was fucking crazy. <laughs> He's dead, right? Oh, no, he died in prison in 2014, yeah. I believe. Oh, okay, yeah. We lost yeah. Rich. We lost Ricky Ramirez. Yeah. <laughs> Ricky. Ricky Ricardo, Lucy. <laughs> yeah, Lucy. I'm home. <laughs> yeah, but in all honesty. To each his own. Do what you feel like. Do what yeah. you feel. Do more of what makes you. What makes you feel happy? If you want to be a Satanist, great. If you want to be a fucking Baptist, go ahead. If you want to yeah. be a Protestant, go ahead. I don't give a fuck. Just don't bother me. Yeah. Let me believe in what I want to believe in and do what I want to do. Don't come preaching to me. No. And I no. won't come preaching to you. No. That's just how it should be. But people just can't fucking not mind their own business. I mean, I think uh, there's far more interesting songs with Satan in the lyrics than Christian rock ever. Uh, Ever got? Yeah, Christian. I mean, actually, Christian rock is much more preachy than Satan. You know, so-called Satanist music. Yeah, yeah. I, I've yet to hear one good reel. I think we've talked about this before, but I, honestly, it, it's I don't too know. heavy-handed. Yeah, I don't know. I know there's Christian. There's a Christian rock genre out there. Yeah, oh, that's what I'm just, saying. Yeah, and some of it actually is pretty heavy. Is I've it heard, like there's some heavy metal bands that are strictly Christian? Okay, but it's like. But once they start singing, yeah, the music's heavy, and then once they open their mouth, and it's. It's like, uh, this doesn't fit. It doesn't fit. No, no. It's like your music is really heavy, right. like really loud, drown out, d- down-tuned guitars and fucking heavy yeah. bass drums, yeah. kick drums. 
But it's like when he's not singing and they're screaming. It's like it doesn't doesn't you can't be no. It doesn't make sense. I'm not saying it couldn't work, but no one's figured it out yet as of yet. I don't think so. No, I, I mean, guess they would have. Yeah. yeah. It's not like I sit at home re- looking looking to see the top uh, 100 Billboard for the Christian rock <laughs> know, t- you know, know. charts. You know, we're in the wrong uh, yeah. uh, state for that too. That's like down south. I think. I think it's yeah. more big. Yeah. You'll find that yeah. Virginia South. Yeah. South Texas. Now is Ghost the only band still kind of playing around with satanic imagery? Are there any bands that still? Oh, there's kind a of, lot of yeah. There's there? like graveyard. Oh, yeah. okay. there's, there's a lot of like doom metal. Like but there's um outright satanist. Yeah, like yeah. Behemoth. Okay. Um, Behemoth's really big. Really? Right. Yeah, they're yeah. from. I want to say from Norway or Sweden. Oh, okay. Actually, or, yeah. I think they're from Poland. Actually, Poland. Okay. They're very into the whole. They, they that band's very. I would say is borderline all satanist. Oh, okay. Yeah, they're they're brutal when it comes to that stuff. Yeah. Um, there's a lot of bands. Like uh, like Cannibal Corpse has a lot of like does shit like that. Yeah, but not like they're more like just like extreme death metal Cannibal Corpse. Yeah, right. Like and there's other there's a there's a, there's a lot of like the no whole Norwegian scene, the Finnish yeah, thing, the back fucking to that, Swedish thing. Like Thirty years that ago, yeah. is very, even now that was true. There's a lot of bands that's yeah. They and there's still bands like pushing New that. Age. Oh yeah, yeah. okay, yeah. Yep. Swedish uh, Norwegian black metal. Yeah. yeah, yeah, Gorgoth and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah, Gorgoth. <laughs> <laughs> No, but it's interesting where the uh, where this stuff came from, though. Yeah, the satanic lyrics and the uh... <laughs> exactly, Matty sure. boy. Sure, the fuck, sure. dude. But honestly, though, I mean, it's. I mean, it, it's funny because we can sit here all night and just yeah. nitpick, right? Pick apart everything, right? But it's like so we gave you the um the brunt of it, the primer, just the, like the yeah. meat, the meat of it, yeah, and. I mean, is there anything else you would like to add before we uh, wrap this up, my friend? Um, well, just the term heavy metal was uh, the term itself. Uh, you ever hear the writer? Uh, <laughs> what are you laughing at? <laughs> That's huge. Well, no, it is an interesting. I no, mean, I it's, a, it's a name of a genre, but no, I'm saying. Yeah. yeah. Have you heard of uh, William S. Burroughs, the writer? I have. Naked Lunch? I haven't. I never heard of the the actual book right but i've heard of the the writer name he, they, they credit him with actually coming up with the term he, he was a book it was uh it came out in 1962 it wasn't naked lunch i don't know what book it was but it was uh that uh, character in it was called the heavy metal kid really yeah so and that's, that's how it kind of don kind of yeah, spawned from that right and then some writers would use it once in a while like uh some rock writers would would were using it to you know, uh, comment on, uh, describe certain things. But the most famous is uh, the Steppenwolf song, Born to be Wild. Heavy, but, yeah, oh, heavy, my God, great heavy, song. Heavy Metal Thunder. Yeah. Born yeah. to be wild. Right. Heavy me- and they use the term heavy metal. Yeah, heavy metal thunder. But, oh, wow, uh, I didn't know that. Yeah. But I know the song, I know the sure. band, of course. Yeah, right, right. But it's interesting, you know, where this stuff comes from. No, it's it's all. I mean, look, I I'm not going to sit here and preach to yeah. our listeners and anybody, or even you in that matter. You kind of that I'm just no, that I know what all I yeah. know a lot about. I know a lot about nothing right. when it comes to like music. I can I know a lot of like little things, right? Except if it's my favorite bands, I, yeah. I know a lot more about. Right. But like when it comes to just like as a whole, I don't know everything. I'll never say I know everything. No. I'm just it's my opinions, my views. No, yeah, and some things we spew out here and spit out are facts. Because, you know, we've done our research on yeah. it or we just known it from hearing it before reading about it or listening about it yeah. or seeing it on TV or in an interview or seeing it live, etc. But I'm not going to sit here and say, oh, yeah, I know everything. Well, that's not that's further from the truth. Yeah. But I will say what I talk about is a passion and it's what it's my opinions for the most part. And like I said, with facts and it's something I just really, really thoroughly, genuinely enjoy. Yeah. And I'm very fortunate that. I'm blessed to a point where I can, you know, have the, you know, the, the capability with my right. great hearing right. and having the ability to hear such great music throughout the years and, right. and looking forward to hearing some great music in the future yeah. as, as the present now. Mm. So saying that, like, I'm just, a, you know, music head through and through. No. And as you, as you are right. as well. But, you know, we're not going to sit here and preach to our listeners no. and whatnot that we're just these, we're this fucking gung ho, no. you know, Eddie Trunks of the world that knew it. You know, Eddie Trunk, you know, he knows his shit. Yeah, it does. Like, I, I inspire to be that guy. Right. That guy's amazing and he right. knows his shit. So, another shout out to Eddie Trunk again. Keep on rocking. Yeah. But with that said, I feel like we've, um, you know, come to the end of the line here. Yeah. I think and we- I really appreciate uh, your insight and give us, giving our listeners some more, uh, 
maybe some things they didn't know or sure. good information and some, tidbits. Some things to check out, maybe. Go yeah. back and, yeah. uh, you know. The, the Sometimes the origins are more interesting than what the, these, these things turn into. I, I actually like the oldest stuff better, I would think, you know, than what metal maybe turned into, you know. Really? Oh, like of, of recent, recent metal, you know. Okay. But, yeah. Now, if you going back towards... Yeah. Like the 1950s till yeah. where Sabbath came about and formed. Yeah. I mean, you would prefer Sabbath over any of the other, but you have to really Probably. you put but you do pay respect and you and you. The word I'm looking for is you. you Who's struggling you, now, bitch? No shit. No, I'm, I'm just trying. <laughs> the exact word I'm looking right. for is that you pay the respect. Right. You understand. That the forefathers yeah. paved the way for bands like yeah. you know, Beatles, Plastic. And then obviously they paved the way for bands like Zeppelin paved the way for Metallica and blah, 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 and so on. That's, That's just an interesting... Dominoes. Right. Like I just love the, the way music progresses like that. Like yeah. how it got from A to B or A to Z and everything in between. And, w- <laughs> and what like contributed you know to this it? and what contributed... And the social stuff too. Yeah. You know, what was going on at the time. It's fascinating. No, it is. How and things it, develop. And it know? makes you really... St- if you have, like I said, think for yourself, question authority, so to speak. Yeah. So if you can sit here and really just take a minute to step back and think about where this, how it's all progressed since the 50s and 40s. You right. Know, even fucking just... You can, music has been around for ages. Right. For centuries. Right. Like, no, obviously not, you know, back in the century, like, you know, AD, like, just shit yeah. like that. Like, just world folk music, like, just instruments. Right. That shit's been around for centuries. And a lot of time, it's not know? just music that it's like other outside stuff affects it, you know, like social stuff or like, you know, a war or, you know. Yeah. That, that's, well, inter- you know, current like events, everything's intertwined. It's not just, it's never just music. There's always stuff that influences current the music. Current events right. also right. affects social what unrest. music is written and, and yes. produced. Right. That's and I don't facts. think anything uh, sums that up more than uh, metal, you know. Yeah. The, uh, I think metal <laughs> is the, uh, is the, yeah. Because a lot of times metal kind of gets like you know like on dismi- the back burner, dismissed. Like yeah, Put the, let's let's just be real. Yeah, for the non-metal heads out there, they just think metal is this loud, obscure noise-making genre that makes no sense. Right. To all those people that think that, fuck you. They, open your mind. Yes. And really take. That's you know what? That's the problem. They're fucking simple-minded. Right. Now I'm on a rant. Here we go. They're fucking simple-minded people <laughs> that you can't really sit there and open their fucking broaden their horizons. They think. Oh, they hear the word metal. Right. It's loud, obnoxious, noise-making instruments that have no point or no right. sense or just make – it doesn't tell a story. Right. Let me check you motherfuckers. Metal <laughs> tells a story. Right. Whether it's Black Sabbath, Metallica, or fucking Behemoth. It, like the extreme extreme death black metal. It might, tell, all a, might tell a story than, more than most genres, yeah. you know? It might take the time to – yeah. Yeah, I get it. There are some – Music out there that is just so bad, where it's just like, wah, 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 wah. but if you listen to the actual music, I mean, like guitar, bass, drums, keyboards, whatever, it tells a story. Right. You might not understand the fucking words that motherfuckers <laughs> singing, but I'll tell you right now, motherfuckers, the music does tell a story. Right. So open up your minds, broaden your horizons, and look at it at it from a different point of view, and you'll fucking understand. But you know what? That's what the problem is. These yeah. people are simple-minded. Right. Right. To so all you haters of metal. Go fuck yourselves, because metal is still alive and still strong to this day, motherfuckers, and that's that. It's still breathing. Mic drop. Mic drop, motherfuckers. On that note, yep. this is the end of our lovely podcast number this 11, The, the Origins of Metal. Yes. And uh, I want to thank all our listeners, our future viewers. We appreciate you. We respect you. We love you. Stay well. Take care of one another and take care of each other. Matthew, signing off. Have a great night, my friend. You too. And... Be safe. Bye.